Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Vikings postgame coverage continues now with Vikings Overtime on FM 100.3 KFAN, Twin Cities News Talk AM 1130 and the Fan Radio Network. Vikings Overtime is presented by Transportation Plus. Now, with more post-game comments about the Vikings game, here's the fans Eric Nordquist, A.J. Monsoor, and Paul Lambert. What's happening, sports fans? Your Minnesota Vikings are finally victorious. 31-23 over the now 0-4 Houston Texans. Nordo, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm good, brother. I am so happy. That they beat an awful football team? That the Vikings, albeit there were some struggles. Man. It was not short of struggles and uh, late-minute uh, drama. But they got the victory. Yeah, which They're is They're not going to go all in 16. No, and the Trevor Lawrence uh, dream is dead because the Jets are probably going to win one game. I, I would bet you that just given the weirdness, I mean, like, we were we were just in awe of those NFC East standings just before we went Yeah, that would, that's horrible. I mean, that's just pure garbage. Yeah. So, uh, we can, there aren't going to be any 0-16 teams, I don't think. Have so. you seen the New York Jets play? Yeah, they're really bad. Really bad. Yeah, but you're gonna. But it's the classic. They're gonna put it on Adam Gase. They're gonna fire him. Maybe in the next coming. Somebody days, will pump him up. Yeah, weeks. yeah. I mean, hey, he's one of the most hated men in the NFL. Why is that? So Greg Williams? No, not Greg. Oh, I thought you meant no, uh, my, Gase. But, well, Gase. I'm, I, 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 he gets pumped up as being like some sort of offensive phenomenon. Who, and where was he before Miami? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was with Tannehill though, and I'm watching. I'm watching a Ryan Tannehill that looks like he's evolved, you know, centuries beyond what he was offering in in Miami. So, um, but now he's probably going to get fired with the Jets, and then it's going to be Greg Williams, and Greg Williams is going to spit some fire. Maybe he'll throw some stacks of cash down onto a meeting. Maybe, table. you know, everyone's socially distancing, of course, while they look at the cash, and and they'll they'll win a game or two. Let's just uh, let's just say what it is, man. This team... You're mad that the Vikings won? No, I'm 100% not mad. I'm okay. glad they won. All right. I at least showed up. Yeah, how about that? Last week, you know, tank for Trevor, and, you know, I'm being given an economics lesson by AJ. I appreciate that. Um, telling me that, you know, he's long play, I'm short play. I'm just emotional rube guy, and he's got the plan uh, written down on, on parchment paper for the future of the Vikings. Got to lose these games. The coward didn't even show up. He couldn't even stand behind his opinion to be here today. What's up with that, AJ? Come on, man. But they so the whole week School goes. Vikes. At least I'm yeah. But here's what happens: the whole week they get the COVID scare from Tennessee, and a lot of people, man, were 100 percent correct. A tough week. Yeah, I mean, Courtney Cronin tweeted about it. Everybody, PA, all these people, Charge, uh, Charge is currently tweeting about this Rams Giants game. If you care, oh, he is. Let me. Yeah. Uh, okay, perfect. Okay, I got internet access. Okay, I'm locked in on Charge. Okay, sweet. Um, they all called it a minor miracle, man, that no one got COVID from any of the Titans. Now, yeah. has it been 
So when you read between the lines with Vrabel basically going before this is literally turned into an all-out outbreak, Vrabel basically said, no one's to blame. Does that mean that, like, they went out Sunday night? Some of these guys went out Sunday night after their 31-30 victory? Well, I mean, it feels because like... Because that may be the only way, because none, literally zero, Minnesota Vikings as of right now have it. So what I'm gathering, so I was reading some tweets on Twitter, which these days makes me an, an official or unofficial epidemiologist and a virolo- virologist. The key is, though, is that it's very unlikely that all of these individuals would have contracted the virus on Sunday and then test positive on Monday morning. You know what I mean? So, you know, they have the outside linebackers coach that tested positive, I think, like the Wednesday or Thursday before the Vikings game. So what kind of contact interaction is he the Titans version of patient zero? I don't know. I, I don't understand any of it, but... um you know, coming into this, and I think it was Eric Sugarman earlier in the week, kind of once this news came out and, and he and Rick Spielman spoke to the media, you know, kind of explaining that, you know, contact sports is among the lower risk of things in terms of actual transmission of the virus. Despite the contact and all of that, it's, you know, it's, it's contact, but it's not necessarily all the exchanging of fluids. I don't understand it. I just know that, uh, it is, it is extremely odd. Maybe it's unlikely. Maybe it's not. But I like the way that Sugarman put it is this is kind of a case study. Now they have this data here that says, frankly, I don't know how in the hell none of the Vikings came down with it if this many Titans were, were later shown to be positive for it. But it's, uh, it's luck on our side in this particular case, and we got to go to go to work in Houston with uh, with all the available healthy resources. And they get the win over a very bad Houston team. But, man... We talked about it before we came on the air. Did you get uh, another picture of Halvey? Oh, I got like 15 oh, of them sweet. Yeah, for Kevin to tweet. Oh, um, it's gorgeous. But the other thing, too, that we talked about, man, is on paper, you line this team up in the second half. You get Harrison Smith knocked out for, I mean, uh, I think it's, a ticky-tack it, call. I mean, it's, it's, it's a penalty. Fair. Yeah, by the letter of the law. It's, it's a penalty. It's, it's fair. Yeah. But I don't think he should be thrown out of the game. But with that being said... Then you watch Houston come out. The Vikings, what, go three and out when they get the ball? Yeah. To start the second half, they go three and out. Then you watch Houston go tempo, and they just go one-man, two-man game with Watson and Fuller up and down the field, and they score. And you're going, well, you know, if they lose, it's a bad loss because Houston sucks, but they're with George Iloka's playing safety, Holton Hill's horrible. Yeah. Dantzler and Gladney are rookies. Gladney had a couple of good plays today, but still, you go, all right, you know, they played really, they played the best they could have, but they had. But they stood up, man, when it counted. Now, the, the other thing you could say is the play calling for Houston is a team that wants to lose. Hmm. They're, they're, they're going up tempo to start the third period, or excuse me, the third quarter. And then they're running the ball like on second and 25. You're going, what are they doing? But the Vikings got the victory, and they got a tough one ahead of them next week for Sunday night football, and Seattle will place they never win. But, hey, they got the victory. Indeed. Yeah, I don't know. I 
picking apart, like I, I could pick apart situationally running the ball with David Johnson at the goal line there when they had an opportunity to bust in and, and get the, an opportunity at the two point conversion when they were down 31 23. But I mean, in the, in the second half, there's, there's not a ton necessarily that you can, you can really be mad at from the standpoint that I think other than that final possession, they got points basically on every other drive. They had one other, no, they did have one three and out that we bookended with touchdowns, which was really the, the dagger of the game there. And that was like that possession where Kirk took that awful sack. Yeah. And then he'd had just three perfect passes. Which to, was sick, dude. It was awesome. Uh, somebody on Twitter pointed out basically that might have been the best drive of his career other than the, the, the drive against the Saints in New Orleans in that playoff game. He marched down the field, man. And it looked like, well, here we go again. Yeah, but the, they're going to turn the ball over, and here come Houston, and they're going to take the lead here. Yeah, I, but but I I can't. I mean, they put a touchdown on us on a fourth and ten. I mean, where where they must have been maybe like the twenty or twenty five yard line there. I think it was Kenny Stills that just kind of gets lost back there. I mean, they they had their moments today, and. In in some ways, you know, we're lucky. I think it was Fuller that couldn't come down with that pass there to give them the chance to even it up at the end. But you know, the this this kind of goes back. If if we're going to judge the Houston Texans, I mean, defensively, they're just they're older and slower right now. Um, but they were still able to impact the game at times. I mean, I was watching Dakota Dozier just get beaten up. I don't know yeah. if you remember the guy, but P.J. Hall was that guy yeah. that was cut Correct. by the Raiders. Yeah. Yep. And just be, he's cut because he can't stay in shape. Yep. And, you know, who am I to judge, right? Oh, who yeah. who yeah. are we to judge? Yeah, okay, we, we've all had yeah. our, you know. I'm eating, I'm eating, I'm eating six-hour-old pizza. Our, we've had some ebbs and flows in the food game. Right, yeah. My stretch marks have stretch marks. But he's being told, you know, hey, you, you can make a fair wage, like, uh, you know, millions of dollars. And we got these nutritionists here. They'll, they'll they'll make your meal. I I can have one of the ops guys go grocery shopping for you if we can just keep you in the mix. Right. He had troubles with that in Oakland. He was murdering Dakota yeah. Dozier today. Yeah, and he's not even that good. No, he is not. That that interior that offensive line is horrible. But you know who was not you know necessarily impacting the game. I mean, he's what. Watt wasn't special today. No. Do you have a sack? Do you have a half sack? I, I, he may have. I, I don't recall. I'd have to look at the box score. P.J. Hall had six total tackles, a sack, and a tackle for loss. Whitney, and a quarterback hit. Whitney Merciless might still be their best defender right now, and that's weird saying it on a team with J.J. Watt. Yeah, he didn't. He had three tackles today. J.J. did. But uh, Merciless, yeah, two TFLs, two sacks. Yeah. But uh, but that defense is is really an issue for them. So, you know, they had trouble scoring points, but you start getting that momentum there, and then you watch that defense in the second half, kind of similarly to what we've come to know with the Vikings defense this year, is they can't stop anybody. And the emergence of Justin Jefferson and, and just how explosive Dalvin is now for the second week in the row. Gary Kubiak has figured it out, I think. I think he's figured it out on how to manage the, the Kirk nuances of getting Cousins to be comfy and cozy behind a bad offensive line. Clearly it's working with Dalvin, getting him in the mix, a career-high 27 carries. Um, no no problems with the with the offense today, but it's going to be an uphill battle, man. I mean, again, it was the same conversation we had last week after the Titans. It's, hey, you put 31 points on the board, you put 30 points on the board, 
a year or two ago, I mean, you, you, you've you washed your hands of this. Yeah, you're as, winning 31-10. As a Vikings fan, you see that, that uh, scoreboard click up to 30. I mean, you, you, you're almost taking your attention away to celebrate the win right. before the fourth quarter started. And now, now it's a completely different universe. And, you know, George Iloka having to come in the game was a problem. Only having four healthy corners in the first place was an issue, especially early on. I was worried because Dantzler had to walk off the field. So, you know, all of these things kind of coming together, um, getting a win today, looking ahead at the schedule and all those things considered, um, I'm just... I'm waiting for, for this team to, to put it together and just see some of these kids take, like, a big leap. I just want to see, yeah. like, a big leap for one game and well, one have, moment. They have that one of them. And, and so, you know, but, but the getting out alive with a victory, there are some out there that, that really want this team to lose, which, again, is such a foreign concept to me. And uh, I'll just say this. As long as Dalvin is out there running and looking like he wants to win and, and some of these guys are out there making plays looking like they want to win, I'm going to want the team to win. Well, and, man, they, uh, you and I did it. We, you and I like the draft more than about anybody in this, in this building. We enjoy it. We, we don't know anything we, about it, we don't, but we, but love we it. talk about it. We do, four, we do Fridays, second round. We do all day Saturday. We love it, man. We did 10 hours of radio this last draft. Yeah, we did. That was fun. And you and I on that... Currently searching top O-linemen 2021 draft. Right, correct. You and I are doing the draft, and we're doing... uh, Can't handle the closure anymore. We're doing all these things, and we're looking at all the stuff on Thursday before the draft. And I remember you asked me, you said, uh, who do you want them to take? And I said, I want them to take Justin Jefferson, but I don't think he'll be there. Yeah. And then we got to pick 20... What what pick did the Vikings have? 22? 22. We got to pick 21. And the Eagles took... Jalen Rieger. And we're going... Whoa. What? Yeah. What? And then they basically, you could tell because they, you know, the Vikings personnel people had audio and video of all the coaches going, wait a minute, he's available? All right, let's take him. And here he is, back to back 100 yard games. He That catch, albeit not a touchdown, where he basically pirouetted into that catch and did a 180 and then kept going. That's sick. Oh yeah, he that was over running. the shoulder catch he made, and 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 Ron and Corey were talking about it, and Ben was talking about it on, on, when it was made. Yeah, he doesn't put his hands in the air because if he does, that cornerback puts his hands in the air and that's picked off. Yeah, he made this Justin Jefferson kid is unbelievably good. Yeah, it's uh, you know and. The future is yet to be told in terms of him, but the quickest, the quick ascension and just like you felt like he matured overnight. He has the breakout game and you got to see kind of the open field athleticism and the breakaway speed, you know, with the 71 yarder breaks a tackle, does his thing. But today it was, it was smart stuff where there was the one pass where he had to turn around completely to his left to the boundary to make that catch. I think he was on, it was on Grimes. But you could see just route running, giving himself enough space in field so he can maneuver towards the sideline. That was sweet. Uh, the maturity, as you mentioned, just knowing I'm not gonna, I'm not going to show that the ball is coming to the defender until the last possible second. But then you know the, the game changing aspect of this, and and I, I never want it to be Diggs versus Jefferson, if that makes sense, because Diggs is really freaking good. He's really good. And Jefferson, it's not fair to him to judge him in that same lens. I don't think. But I think Jefferson is already showing contested catching ability that is A-plus top-notch, which is some of the stuff fighting for the ball 
and just the natural ball skills uh, from a first-round pick, albeit, that uh, that Diggs had and Diggs showed us the fight and the you know the bravado and the 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 willingness to do anything to win those battles uh, and Jefferson showing that and that's awesome two 100 yard games in a row now Vikings win 31 23 that's Eric Nordquist of uh, the PA show nine to noon weekdays on this station I'm Paul Lambert meets us at the Power Trip Morning Show five thirty to nine we of course will be on tomorrow. We'll get you covered on some of the late games. We'll talk more about the Vikings' first victory when they won 31-23 to and get their first victory there, 1-3, next week. They have the Sunday night tilt. Whoa. Oh, Oakland has a huge return. We'll get oh, all that when we come back. There are a lot of tackle. good games going on in the second half, and uh, somebody, so we'll give you some of the updates on the Monday night doubleheader for tomorrow. It's Vikings overtime right here on Northbrook, Illinois. The fan. First and goal, Vikings from the nine. I formation behind Cousins. Play action, straight in the pocket, to the end zone. Touchdown! Flag on the play. Thielen brought it in. Nine yard score, and the Vikings lead 23 16. Pending infraction. Your Minnesota Vikings win 31 23. Will Fuller caught a touchdown pass. From Deshaun Watson in the back of the end zone, but it was overturned when it when it, uh, basically he hit the ground and the ball moved, so that was on fourth down. So your Minnesota Vikings squeak out a 31 to 23 victory and improved a one and three, while the Texans are 0 and two. Norda, the other thing I really liked about today is I thought Unique and Gakway played really good. He had a sack, he had a tackle for loss, and he had five tackles, and he also had a quarterback hit. I thought he played really well. Yeah, he frustrated me a bit because early on he kept trying to go high. He had an opportunity. I mean, it could have been just four or five sacks. In well, the next that day. Houston offensive line is horrible. Well, but they're just they're big. Yeah, they just they get in the way. They don't move, and so that why that's why I thought you know, and I think I think it's thirteen sacks through the first three games that Deshaun had incurred and. Part of that's on him too. We watched it a lot today. When when the people aren't open, run. He will chill back. There I don't know why he doesn't run. Ever he could outrun that entire defense. Run. And so, in some ways, I'll say I'm almost disappointed we didn't get to him more. But but Ngakwe kind of adjusted. He was going high on him, and I saw at least two occasions where uh, Watson just shook him off and then continued to scramble. But uh, no, he's he's working his way into the mix now, and in lieu of of having Daniil Hunter available. Um, he is going to be disruptive at times. Um, but that doesn't – our defensive line is just not good enough. No, I mean, they're not. Just, it, it lacks pure talent. And it's still – you know, there there were too many times today where, you know, a guy like him – and it's impossible to keep him contained at all times. But I, I, I just watched Afadio Denebo getting sucked in, and you saw it with Unique a couple of times where they lose contain and he just trots to the outside. And then it's, oh, Shamar Steffen's going to chase him down. <laughs> To the boundary, you know, he uh, Watson's going to win that battle every time. So uh, the D line's just not very good, and it doesn't have a lot of talent on it. They're not getting enough produ- uh, production and push from the interior, and it's it's a massive problem. One yeah, of the, one of the many problems that it, that exists with this defense. And you just think about it, you know, it's that's what that's what frustrates me with with twelve games left, and I'm just thinking, you know, what this defense could potentially evolve into with 
reps and some maturity and some some evolution and growth on that side of the ball, whether it's the the kid corners or can we just keep both safeties on the field at all times? And, you know, uh, Kendricks is uh, some of those plays he made. He made a diving uh, stop on third down to deflect the ball to force a punt. Like just, you know, some brilliant moments there. But, you know, the the one thing is is I don't see any help coming on that defensive line. I mean, no. the, the reports we're getting on Daniil are not. Well, he's in New York getting a uh, second opinion. Getting a something. second opinion, yeah. Yeah, so, and, and it's neck-related, right? And, and he, you know, Hughes with the neck injury he had last year, now he's out with a neck injury. Is it the same thing? Like, yeah. I mean, neck's no joke, right? So, um, this this defense is just not talented enough to do half of what Mike Zimmer needs these guys to do. Dan from Woodbury, you're on uh, overtime. I didn't even know we did an overtime show. You guys are really good. Thank you. So I don't think you ever saw the Texas offensive line play until today. Can you can can you wait <laughs> tomorrow until two o'clock when Rosie has these unbelievable takes on Justin Jefferson? Yeah. Oh, it'll be fun. You know that. He's never he's see. never seen him play. No, he'd never seen him play. And here's what he'll say. He'll say he knew it all along. When they grabbed him in that, you know, with that pick, you know, he he knew this kid was going to be a star. And then uh, there was some uh, a story, I think, from a day or two ago that said Green Bay, maybe it was an icy, I don't know, somebody said that Green Bay was ready to grab that guy. Guaranteed, a Rosen will go, you know, Green Bay was looking at him. They really wanted him and fucking jumped in front of him. Acting as if he knew all along. Instead of saying, I read, he'll just say he knew. He's a fraud. Uh, your kiddies are terrible. How about that? Jumped out to a 14 nothing lead. They were steamrolling the Saints. And then they gave up 35 unanswered points. Yeah. 35. To Drew Brees, who's not that good. No, he's... He's not. He's not even the best quarterback on that team. That's your guy, Jake Delone. Yeah, that is. You've never seen Jake Delone play. No, and I don't even know if he's in the league anymore. Oh, but I thought man. I'd go with it anyways. <laughs> All right. What do you got well, tomorrow? You know, what do you think? Well, one other thing. I was listening to some. Um, it's some post game show from some. I, I was out of town this weekend, so it was some post game show at some some uh, you know far out uh, you know small town radio station. The guy mentioned that it's the first time in the history of the NFL there's been a final score of 35-29. Wow. Can that be possible? Making history. The first time in the history of the NFL, the first time there's ever been a score of 35, that that was the Lions' final score. They went for two for some unknown reason and got it when they got their last touchdown. So the final score was 35-29. Never been done in 100-plus years in the NFL. That's unbelievable. That's all your team does is makes history. Makes history. Yeah, so that's a little bit of that's a nugget you can chew on and throw out to the audience. All right, thanks. What do you got tomorrow? Um, a lot of ripping. Uh, I'm wing it. Yeah, have you ever have you come up with a plan yet? No, I haven't. I didn't even. I've I've never. I didn't see any of the game that I'm going to pretend I did. Genius. <laughs> see you guys. Bye. 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 It's the common man, Dan Cole. Anyhow, like we were talking about. By the way, Raiders are driving. They fumble. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. Bills recover, and Josh Allen throws an absolute dime to Diggsy. 
just a dime to him for about 35 yards. Yeah, this game's over. Yeah, this game's over. That Josh Allen is so good, dude. I kind of miss, you know, the first few weeks of overtime, at least we had some game that was exciting. I mean, the, the late games right now really, are aren't, really aren't doing much for me. Uh, Bills about to go up two touchdowns. The Bills are a sweet team, though. Yeah, they team, are. Yeah, they're, what are they about for. to be, 4-0? They'll be 4-0. So it's good to be part of hashtag Bills Mafia right now. But otherwise, that Rams game wasn't very, yeah. wasn't particularly entertaining. The Bears are losing sixteen three. Uh, so all you Nick Foles fans out there and Bears fans, get bent there. So uh, no drama. No, none at all. And the the Bills just scored, make it thirty to sixteen. Back to the Vikings game too, man. The other thing though uh, about Kirk Cousins is there were a couple times in in today's game where you're like, man. He's going to give it away. We talked about it in the last segment, but he takes that awful sack and then throws that dime to Jefferson on third down. Yep. If if that's incomplete or another sack or whatever, then the momentum is all in Houston's, and we're talking about an 0-4 football team. Yeah. But, they, man, they stood up a few times, man, although, you know, Houston drove down the field on them and almost, and almost got away and had a chance to get a two-point conversion and win the game. But for what they are currently dealing with in the secondary, Hughes out, Holton Hill might as well be out. Holton Hill's bad. Bad. Gladney's a rookie. Dantzler's a rookie. Ioka was on the 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 uh, practice squad earlier this week. It's just Ioka it, shouldn't be in the NFL. No, right he now. should not. I mean, that's a, I, and I. But hate he had to, to play that. safety for two and a half quarters. Yeah, and they there were a couple times as I as I've said all along, man. Houston got into this high-tempo, fast-break football that you have to play with Deshaun Watson. Sure. And I'm going, Watson's going to throw 400 yards and four touchdowns in the second half. Yeah. But they had they found a way to slow him down. But more importantly, their veteran quarterback that everyone counts out, when they got when they got roundhoused, he came back and, and, and threw, threw a couple body blows and finally had the knockout with that one drive, man, where they marched down the field and he threw that dime to Thielen on the holding penalty. That was an unbelievable drive. He threw three straight dimes to those wide receivers. The one to Kyle falling back where he just kind of flicked it with his wrist was a great throw. Yeah, that was near tragic. That was near tragic. They all were almost near tragic. But because of the wide receivers this team has, Jefferson has learned how to play wide receiver from a guy who almost wasn't in the league in Adam Thielen. And, of course, Kyle, who's been in the league for a long time. Sure. It, it was a sweet victory, albeit against a bad team. Yeah, and the uh, the thing with Kirk, like you can win a ton of games with Kirk, but it's not like winning games with Aaron Rodgers, if that makes sense. So, you know, the Kirk can do what he did in those spots and have great games, but like their final possession before the Texans drove down to tie. I think it was a third down play, third and short, and he throws that fade to Thielen. Thielen beats his guy, and, and he underthrew it a little bit. Do you remember what I'm talking about? And it ends oh, up deflecting yeah. off the player, right? And then they end up having to, to punt, and then that the, was Texans, a bad throw. the Texans drive it down. Right, so... You know, I, I heard I was listening to Fanline and, and just reading some things about the game, and you know there was some judgment in relation to that, right? It's like, why well, can't Kirk make that throw? Well, he's not Aaron Rodgers. He doesn't always make. Not every throw that Kirk makes is great, 
but Kirk can put 30 points a game on an opposing defense. He can do that. Yeah. You can win a ton of games when you score 30 points. Um, the issue at hand is, again, going back to it, is is I don't, I don't see ultimately like a killer instinct from Kirk, but he's very good, and in moments he can be great, and he was good enough and, and great at times enough today uh, where he got the job done when we needed to. And, you know, those, those types of things we saw today and to an extent last week is now two straight re- weeks, really, where you've seen a significant jump in stabilization on the offensive side of the ball. So that's great. This this is the offense I wish we had seen for four games. We've now seen it for two. Unfortunately, we've only won one of those. But now that has now this has to be the thing going forward. Um, I don't know what's up with Jamal Adams and the groin injury. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that. Um, Seattle's defense has been leaky as bleep all season. And this is another potential. It was 37-30, to 30, I, I think, when we played there last year. And unfortunately, we were on the wrong side of it. But Kirk in this offense, you got to do it again now. I mean, now, now what we're seeing here is Kirk, Adam, Dalvin, Mr. Kubiak, 30 points is the lowest right. you can score in a football game if we're going to have a chance to win. So that's the challenge. And uh, they've been game the last couple of weeks. The over-under next week has got to be in, oh, in the 55. 55 and a half. Because as we saw today, and we've seen for a while, this Seattle team is 4-0. and Yeah. But that defense is horrible. It's not great. That secondary is atrocious. And you can run on them. You can bit. run on them. Hell, Ryan Fitzpatrick ran on them today. He did? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I think he had almost 50 yards and a rushing touchdown. You can run on that team, and you can pass on them. But God help us all the way that uh, number th- uh, three might Tear up that secondary oh, next week. Me? I mean, it's two weeks in a row now. So, um, mentioning some of the defenders getting better and things like Gladney. Okay, um, I'm going to have to go back and and look at it again. I've only I only watched it once and then saw the replay. But this is two weeks in a row now. Last week he was following somebody named Khalif Raymond and. Got scorched for 60 yards, but one of the safeties, I think it was Anthony Harris, jumped a middle route, like a crossing route, and left Gladney, hung him out to dry. So that was 60 yards in a game there last week, explosive play. Today, it was, I forget who the hell it was, may have been Fuller, yeah. who had that long pass. It was Fuller. And Gladney got beat. Gladney went, the, other, watching, Gladney went the other way. But I'm watching Iloka just hanging out there and then playing catch-up from center field. So was that Iloka's responsibility to be there? And so I don't know whose responsibility is what these days because things are looking very different in the secondary this year than they have in the past. But I love, what I'm getting to is I love Gladney coming up in run support and on the shorter side of things, when he's not forced to chase a guy 50 yards down the field, right? Gladney, I'm starting to see what they like about Gladney. He's physical, he's aggressive, and he's instinctual. I like those things. I like Gladney as well, but but, but he could be in for a long day on, on Sunday night. I like Gladney the way that I liked Trey Waynes in 2015 where we didn't have to rely on him yeah. uh, to step but, in and play every but they single rely on Gladney. Snap, but they got to rely on Gladney. And because Holton Hill's... Horrific. Old Neil's just bad. 
He's just bad. And Hughes can't stay on the field. Yeah, and Hugh, uh, what do yeah. we, I mean, what does what the are, future hold for him? What are we gonna, when are we gonna find out more about that? I don't know. It's just, it's a neck thing, I guess. Yeah. And I don't even know what that means other than I don't either. neck. It's very ominous. Yeah, it's not good. So, and then, you know, obviously, Daniil Hunter's getting x-rays or whatever, and, uh, he's out in New York getting a second opinion. But, I mean, let's be honest. They won. And if they can build on any kind of momentum, I mean, the playoffs, they're not mathematically eliminated. I get that, but... Now you're disappointed. Well, yeah, of course I am. I wanted... I wanted oh, everyone did. And I'm, I'm, I'm 100% on board that if they had lost today, it's better... We're not... Going 4-12 and 12 does nothing. I understand that. But I also... I can't root for the team to lose. I can't either, but I do. But you do. I do. But it was good to see him win, man. It's good to see them march down. It was good to see, because if Kirk Cousins throws this game away, this week could have been horrible. Absolutely. But they hung on and won. Who cares? They won. They got their victory. Now they got a tough schedule ahead of them, because what do they play? They play Seattle, then they play Atlanta, bye week, Green Bay, Detroit. I think it's a full, isn't it a full division run after the bye week? And then do they play Chicago right after Detroit? Yeah, let's take let's take an old peek at the schedule, and it is it's Packers, Lions, and Bears. Oh my! Right after the bye, at Lambeau, hosting Lions at Soldier Field. So I mean, but if you can get two out of three in that division, you you have to feel good about that. Hosting the Cowboys, that could go either way. Oh yeah, the Cowboys are horrible, but they put up a ton of points. Dak threw for like five hundred yards. Yeah, I don't. I don't understand what's happening with that team. The, the defense. And well, I do know what's happening. Well, like Sean Lee's hurt. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, this Van Der Esch rag- is out. Yeah, he's a stud. He is, but this ragtag group, and that includes Everson Ev, Griffin, yeah. by the way, isn't very good. No, Ev's getting run up and down the Alden field. Alden Smith, who hadn't played since 2015, might be their best defensive lineman right now. Yeah, isn't that that's weird that's to really say, bad. right? Vikings win 31 to 23. They improved to 1 and 3. They will take on Seattle next Sunday night on Sunday night football. Nice effort Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders are Jeez. terrible. We got a whole bunch of scores to go over when we come back. Should have worn we'll... those masks at the party. Yeah. Be playing well, how about that, man? We'll talk about that too with what's going on in this league, but uh Vikings win 31 to 23. They are now 1 and 3 more US only. Your radio home for Vikings football. FM 100.3 KFAN. Watson takes the snap, goes on a five-step drop to the end zone, and it's caught by Will Fuller. A one-handed catch, are you kidding me? Touchdown Texans. Will Fuller tapped the ball to himself with his left hand, and the Texans are a two-point conversion from tying the game. Well done, Will Fuller. The runner went to the ground, the ball hit the ground and moved. Thank you. It's an incomplete pass. Thank you. It's first down Minnesota at the five-yard line. Your Minnesota Vikings win 31-23 to over the now 0-4 Houston Texans. We have some drama here in the afternoon games. The only drama for your Chicago Bears, if you're a Chicago Bears fan, is they're about to lose with only scoring three points. Now, yeah, nice work if you're a Chicago, if you're, do you go back to sad Trombonski or do you now stick with Foles because you... You made the switch when their team was two and zero. 
Yeah. I don't get why they made the switch. I don't understand it. I mean, it's maybe they were just looking. I mean, in fairness to making the move, they were two and zero after having to score three touchdowns in the fourth quarter against the Lions, and then it was Foles who engineered a twenty point comeback in the fourth quarter this last weekend. So, not all was right with Trubisky, right? I mean, and we were seeing all of the same things. No evolution. So you move on to Foles. And John Filippo, who's coaching uh, the QBs over there, he coached Foles. He loved Foles. If he's in the meeting room and he's he gets a vote, he's probably picking the guy that he won a Super Bowl with, right? So, But Foles is not good. We, we've, like, the magical run should never be discounted that he did with the Eagles, but we've seen him now. This is his fifth different team he's been on. He's not good. And, and so... Um, I don't know what they do, I guess. I'd just stick with Foles, I think. Yeah, uh, they're about to lose. Uh, speaking of losing, the Raiders just turned the ball over again. Come on. The Bills are up 30-16. to Derek Carr got a roughing the passer penalty, and then the next play he literally just dropped the ball. Norto, we're going to go around the league. You give me your comments, okay? I don't, I don't know why I'm rooting for the Raiders, other than that I had them plus three. Well, and, and we love the 702. Yes, correct. Um, not working out. Did the the Rams won, but, but not by twelve and a but half. not by twelve and a half. So cash those <laughs> tickets if you took the awful Giants. Uh, Bears. Hey, did that big Cooper Cup touchdown hurt you? Yeah, not really. I mean, okay. I have, but we'll be fine. Uh, Colts sixteen, Bears three. There are three minutes and fifty one seconds left. They're about to kick a field goal to go up nineteen to three. Bills up thirty to sixteen. Here are some of the games that have already happened. I think the Colts could. Kind of turn this thing around and and get good if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, kind of, of a, a shaky start for them, but now they're running off some victories yeah. in a row here. Let's be honest. This is where Ryan Fitzpatrick's going to play next year after Philip retires. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, and by the way, Xavier Rhodes playing better for the Colts right now. So wasn't he, he AFC Defensive Player of the Year last week? Yeah, two picks and one of them to, to the Come house. On. Bengals get their first victory, thirty-three to twenty-five over Jacksonville. Yeah, Jacksonville plus. Uh, Burrow threw for three hundred and, and a touchdown. I think Mixon. first rookie ever, by the way, to throw three hundred and three straight. Really? Yeah, Burrow's. Oh wow, Burrow's popping. He's good. Uh, Mixon ran two in and caught one. He had a hell of a game. Yeah, the Bengals. Again, the Bengals, it's, it's kind of like the Bills talking about them, a, a team you can root for. I mean, the Bengals at Cincinnati. Ugh. But Burrow's really cool, and Mixon's really good. He, he may not have, I think he was like on the injured list where he may not have even played today. They make him active in the final moments and just went off. That yeah. defense is kind of hideous, but Browns, cool team. 49, and don't look now, but Kevin Stefanski's Browns are 3-1. and one. And he has Odell Beckham playing like a man on fire. He had three touchdowns today. He had two through the air, and he had a 50-yard end-around run for a touchdown. They blow out the Cowboys, 49-38, even though it's an 11-point victory. A lot of that was garbage time for the Cowboys. They destroyed the Cowboys, who are 1-3. and I love Kevin Stefanski. So do I. And, I mean, that's been my thing is he is getting the best out of his guys right out of the gates, and that's impressive. And he's made it He's made it into a situation right now, especially where they're running the ball. I mean, I think kind of an underrated part of, of the conversation with the team today is 
Baker hasn't had to be elite for them, if that makes sense, where I think he threw for less than 175 yards today. They ran for over 300 yards. Over 300 yards. And so, I mean, that in itself, their ability to kind of work that in there, and, and Odell is just hair on his, I think he had like gray or silver hair today, uh, hair on fire. Yeah. And uh, good for them. That's I think that's going to be my second team. Now. Yeah, the Browns. I think they, that's that's an okay pick, right? Uh, the Vikings are plus seven and a half versus Seattle. They did open last week Ooh. plus nine, so the lines come down a point and a half. Ooh. Saints thirty five, Lions twenty nine. Breeze throws for two touchdowns. Kamara scores one. The uh, Saints basically. I think they. I mean, they crushed. They were down fourteen nothing and came storming back. Yeah. But as Common said, the first game to end 35-29. Yeah, that's, I mean, Breeze is Breeze. He didn't have Michael Thomas today, didn't have Jared Cook, still has Kamara. So, I mean, that's it. And the, and the Lions are just preposterous. I mean, just everything that Matt Patricia tries to do for that team, it's just it's this long line of, and as Vikings fans, in regard to Super Bowls, we can probably feel that vibe of a curse. Well, they got something like that in, in Detroit, even worse. Um, after the effort they put up on the road in Arizona, and they just laid down. I mean, just bad. They were yeah. missing both their starting corners. They didn't have Lattimore or J- uh, Janoris yeah. Jenkins today, and Matthew Stafford was terrible. can't get no, it going. Can't, no. So it's a bad franchise, bad result. There you go. Uh, Seahawks 31, Dolphins 23, Russell 360 and 2. Touchdowns, Chris Carson, 2 touchdowns and 80 yards. When are they going to let Tua play? I mean, when are we just going to stop this with, I mean, just stop I it. thought they'd let Tua play today because the story popped that he was, like, kind of hurt or something. No, he was Tua no, was hurt? No, sorry, start over. He had a non-COVID illness this week, like a food poisoning bit. Or just and like then they the said that he was fine. I'm like, illnesses? correct, correct, correct. I thought, all right, he's going to play. Right. They're one in three. Let the guy play. Just just put two on the field. Right. Yeah, correct. Uh, how about this? Tom Brady throws five touchdowns to come back from what were they down? Twenty four to three? It was twenty four seven at one point, something like yeah. that. Yeah. They he throws five touchdowns. What was the stat you had in the second half? He was either, fifteen to seventeen for three touchdowns. Yeah, either thirteen of fifteen or fifteen of seventeen, like two sixty and three. Yeah. And he just he blew up and but, man, he's putting himself in some weird spots. Like that pick six he threw yeah, early. Yeah, that was terrible. Which he threw one against the Saints week one. He ended his season in the playoff game last year, I think, against the Titans with a pick six. I mean, he's throwing it to the other team a lot. A lot. But, but I think, did Gronk finally show some life? I don't know. He had eight catches and 59 yards through three games. That yeah, was well, Gron- that's Gronk's three-game stat line coming into today. So I don't, I don't know. Maybe he blew up today. One for 29. But, With uh, O.J. Howard out. I think they said O.J. Howard tore his Achilles. Today? Yeah. Because he had a touchdown. I think he tore his Achilles. I oh, think it was O.J. Howard. Maybe I'm wrong. I might be wrong. Oh, let's just let's just let's put, just that, put, that, let's just out put there. that on OJ. Howard. I think it was though. Maybe it's maybe it is. Uh, it's awful news. Ravens thirty-one, Washington seventeen. Your boy Lamar ran for oh. a touchdown, had two more touchdowns. That kid's a stud. Lamar Jackson is the most beautiful thing I've ever watched in an NFL game. They're three and one, and of course Mark Andrews, who I had last week. He had two touchdowns and played lights out. Yeah, that's fantasy football for you. I hate it. It's living lives. We'll spend the final 90 seconds breaking down Meat Sauce Paul Lambert's fantasy football roster. 
How'd Mark Andrews do for you last week? He had four points, two uh, points. Do you get uh, so? Let me tell you do this: you get no points one, for drops. No, because let, you would have won your matchup. Let me tell you this: no one cares. <laughs> it's all good. Uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, now I took Saquon Barkley. Yeah, he had two points, got hurt. Right. Last week, oh, this is I the took challenge. Bit. Mark yeah. Andrews two points. At one point, through ten quarters of football, I had. Six points. That's not very good. Uh, quickly, your boy Teddy gets the win, thirty-one twenty-one. He Vikings. had a rushing touchdown yeah, through Whoa, two. Teddy and the Rams seventeen. The Giants nine. Goff two hundred yards and a touchdown. Eagles Quick, and Niners tonight. Quickly, your thoughts about Seattle? Uh, it's going to be an absolute score fest. Russ is runaway MVP favorite through a quarter of the season, and. Uh, can you walk on water, Mr. Zimmer? It's going to be a tough-ass night in Seattle. You and I couldn't walk over 12 inches of ice. That is correct. <laughs> uh, I'm Meat Sauce. Thank you to everybody who helped out. We'll be back. No, we won't be back next Sunday. No, nah, late one. We'll be back in two weeks. Hopefully AJ will be back, and we'll go from there. But your Minnesota Vikings get the victory 31-23 to over the Houston Texans. They are now 1-3. Texans are 0-4. Uh, Delvin Cook, 130 and two TDs. It's Vikings Overtime right here on Fox!